Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. You're with Ben Dobbin across Queensland. We've talked about this absolute debacle that the state government has decided to do with their push, and the federal government's involved in this as well, but the state government are just absolutely inept with their complete push about renewable energy. Mate, they've thrown the law book out the window, so they they are, are lawing to themselves if you want to build a wind farm. Well... You know, not only is it affecting farming families, but it's affecting communities. Glenn Kelly is a grazier and part of the Reckless Renewables rally organiser that took place in Brisbane. Now, farmers have rallied outside Parliament House. I mean, the unfortunate thing is the Premier just does not give a crap. Glenn, good morning. Thank you so much for being with us this morning on Rural Queensland Today. Hey, Ben. It's great to be with you, mate. Um, okay, let's hear your story and start from what you're going through because this is something that I'm continually getting, whether or not it's on the, the Western Downs, but now it's in central Queensland and this absolute wokey push by this government to try and get uh, us all renewables and delivering on time is coming at a cost and it's coming at a cost of the agricultural industry. Mate, so what's happened here is, uh, or up in CQ here, it's been zeroed in as the the right place for renewable energy projects such as uh, wind turbines. Um, They're maintaining that this area is the right area because of the type of wind we have here. But when you look into how wind turbines work, the bigger the turbine, the less the wind. The smaller the turbine, the more the wind. Sure. And at the moment, we're looking at a, a area here uh, from my house with a 30-kilometre radius from my house, the possibility of 400 turbines. And these turbines consist of between 265 metres to the tip of the blade to 275 metres to the tip of the blade. And those turbines, through the state government and the state code 23, allow these developers to put these turbines within 1.5 to 1.6 kilometres from a home. And you have no say. And the thing about it all is, is the fact that they can forget about it's the right place for the, because of the wind. It's because we have three power stations within 100 kilometres of each other. That's why they're putting them here. And as people of these small communities... When we're talking up to, for the Mower Creek pro- project, uh, uh, 108, 148 homes within 1.5 to 6 kilometres, and these people have no say, I think we've got issues. Oh, but we have more, than, more than issues. More than issues. What about, um, what about the fact that there's 654 acres, or hectares, sorry, of previously untouched vegetation now? Glenn, you and I both know if you put the D9 into untouched vegetation without any, you'd go to jail. You'd be on the front page. You'd be you'd be front page. You'd be called a vandal and everything. But when it comes to wind turbines and renewables, <laughs> that rule goes out the window. It, it, it's almost embarrassing how they've got a rule for the farmers and a rule for themselves. Well, that's right, Ben, because see, now the Mower Creek project, I keep reverting back to Mower Creek no, because of the fact... Please do. Yeah, I understand completely. Yep. We, we've we got the tools in the shed for Mower Creek project because that we actually got our hands on this development application to go to SARA, State Re- Approval Referral Agency, uh, 
we got our hands on that document and they make it very hard to find, but we found it. And it exposed the truth of how these developers actually work and what they do to get these projects over the line through the state government and the federal government. And you mentioned there before about the 654 hectares. Well, that's 654 hectare industrial footprint. And that's over a 10,500 hectare study area. And in that 654 hectare industrial footprint, yeah. You mentioned the remnant vegetation. That's correct. There's a lot of untouched country in there that's classed as Category B of concern and Category B of concern. But in that 654 hectare footprint, there's to be 76 kilometres of industrial roads put in to get these great big monsters up on the tops of these hills, which some of these mountains out here are 400 metres in height. Yeah, unbelievable. And they take... <clears throat> Because these, these turbines are so large, well, you've got to remember here, from the tip of the blade to the ground, uh, when, them ter- when the blades are spinning, that's five and a half football fields. That's the distance. That's what we're talking in the circumnavigation of these blades when they're going. And <clears throat> so what I'm saying here is because they're so big, they have to have a good, safe pad. And that safe pad is a square pad of four hectares. So when you make a flat pad on a 400-metre top mountain to get him under CASA regulations, they have to take up to 30 metres off the top of these mountains to get them down to a, up to a level of uh, to meet CASA specs Jeez. because of your fixed-wing planes and choppers. Are you serious? That's ridiculous. So, so what about – well, okay. I could only imagine it – and this is a debacle that this is going to happen – and the more and more we bring this to the attention of the public and they can understand. I know David Littleproud's been up there. I know Susan McDonald's aware of this. Matt Canavan's aware of it. Your local member, the member for Wide Bay, is aware of it. Uh, he, he, but what, what, what are you going to use for footings? Like how, how big and where do, they get all the, where do they get the mix for the footings? I, I don't understand well, what holds them. Like what, what, what's going to go on there? Well, look, these are things that the people of, of I'll tell you what, regional Queensland are starting to find out pretty quick and they're starting to understand it. And that's why we're all coming together. It's a big groundswell going on here at the moment. And they, we're starting to bang the drums. But when you start to mention about how thing, things operate with these projects, for the footings alone, to put a, a tower and the blades and the turbine on top, the footings alone on this 200 by 200 metre square pad, uh, a thousand cubic metres of concrete's got to go in the ground. So for the 58 turbines of the Mower Creek project, that's 58,000 cubic metres of concrete. And in that project, that means that we're talking, you've got to have water. Water. And when you, you need water. Yeah. And this, just remember here, this is something else that these, these developers, they just say, oh, we'll stick a hole in it. We'll put a bore down. Well, they can't do that, and I know that for a fact through D- the DNR and the water resources. They can't do it, and they don't want to start trying to think they're going to do it because the, the Mower Creek project, for example, A, they are looking at using 48 Olympic-sized swimming pools just for the concreting alone. So that means if you want to put it into perspective to get your head around it, that's five, just over 5,000 semi-trailer loads of water. And that sort of water is just not in the ground here. It has to come from the, 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 the Grace Mare, the, the development water from the Fitzroy River for these projects. And um, when you start having five and six projects around my house, 
that's a hell of a lot of water. And if they're going to start thinking they're going to utilise underground aquifers or surface water aquifers, they've got another thing coming because there will be some clout and going to go on. Yeah, and that's the good news, um, that we have got people like yourselves fighting. What can we do? I mean, this is a debacle of the highest. This will be an absolute disaster if it gets it gets through. And these companies that are doing this don't have any value at all for agriculture, all the 168 houses that you just talked about, all communities, the noise, everything that goes along with this, like everything. It's a complete debacle. So what, what happens? What happens well, from now? Well, the first thing you've got to remember is uh, we are fighters. When we got told to us uh, back on the 11th of October 2022, in the second sentence, it come from the developers telling us that we don't have to be here, but we feel as though we should let you know what's going to happen to you in this community with the Moa Creek project. There was 50 people in that room, and some of them didn't understand what they meant, but there was a few of us that did. And there was a, a few few rockets went over the bow that night, and I know there was a couple of us there. Didn't we? Didn't look weren't looked upon as really friendly people. But we come home and we licked our wounds, and we thought, well, we can either roll over and take it, or we stand up and we take these fellows on. And in that journey, we've found out we've we've met some wonderful, wonderful people in this yeah, journey. Of course. And said, and, and young Creedy down here at Smoky Creek. They're wonderful people. That group are a wonderful people. And they, they taught us how to fight these companies. And we've gone on from there and we've just got stronger and stronger. And it's, it's becoming a, it's the people power. And I know there's a lot of people out there that aren't game enough to, to stand in behind us. And I, I, I accept that. I really do. Because it's a really hard thing to do to put your hand up and take these companies on. Because we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to win uh, at all. These companies are invisible. And it's the state government that's allowed that for these guys to be invisible. But at this stage, we're leaning forward. These companies are looking over their shoulder because they know we're coming. And the one thing about it, we've got the state government ahead of them, and we're coming for them too. Unreal. Really appreciate your time, mate. Thank you, Glenn. And we can do everything. Is there a Facebook page or is there anything like that? Uh, yeah, mate. So our Facebook page is the Kalapa Waikaba Local Action Committee. And, and uh, it seems to be going really, really well. And there's just one more thing I'd, I'd like to tell you, Ben, which is the big one in our communities is the fire aspect side of things. Now, the bushfire risk in central Queensland, central Queensland is renowned for massive bushfires, wildfires. And uh, these guys think they're just going to go and put these, these industrial zones on the tops of all these mountains, which I have fought a lot of fires on them for the communities around here. Mm. And they tell me when there's a bushfire, we just turn them off. But there's one thing about it. They can turn them off all right, but the event's already started. And that fire's already, it's already gone from two or three clay yeah. from these turbines because these turbines are feeding them. And our biggest tool in the shed, shed is aircraft. It's called fixed wing and it's called choppers. And without them, we wouldn't be able to fight these fires in this terrain. But according to them, they can turn them off and the planes can come in and fight with oh, it. But there's one thing. How ridiculous. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That is and absolutely called, ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous because of the fact that you might, the, fight, the red steer on the ground, he's doing one thing, but it's the smoke in the air that stuffs you. Yeah. And if they think aircraft are going to be helping us fighting fires on the ground because of industrial zones, they got another thing coming and they're going to have to put their hand up and own that one too. Yeah, you're dead right. You're dead right. 
Uh, great to talk, Glenn. Thank you so much for being with us this morning on Rural Queensland today. Hi, thanks, Ben. Good on you. We'll take a break, come back with more. Uh, that's a huge issue at the moment, a massive, massive issue and one that needs to be fought um, by everybody um, for the sake of this industry long term. Rural Queensland today.